0: well welcome to another edition of the bottom line show i'm roger marsh happy wednesday to oh wait a minute wednesday you know what that means everyone wednesday and boy do we have a great resource that's going to be up for grabs here in just a couple moments Uh, dr erwin Lutzer is going to join me and we're going to talk about remember the book that he wrote a couple of years ago actually that was uh, so very very powerful it was very very impactful Uh, we will not be silenced And uh, it's had a huge impact on the culture. It's still one of the best-selling books out there. He's written a follow-up to it uh, called No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture. We have a link for that book at TheBottomLineShow.com. We're going to be giving away a couple copies here later in the broadcast. But the great thing about Everyone Wednesday is everybody who calls in at 800-227-5278 is going to win something. And we have lots of somethings around here today to share with you. Hey, before we get any further, I, I, I want to share a story that's kind of interesting with regard to the sanctity of human life. You know, we just welcomed a new friend to the Bottom Line Show, Preborn, the outstanding ministry where basically, uh, you know how the, the it goes. I mean, ultrasound save babies. It's just that simple. And Preborn is in the, uh, the business, if you will, of partnering with pregnancy resource centers to make sure they have ultrasound machines. And so you could do so, you can help them in one of two ways, either make a donation, it costs about twenty-eight dollars uh, of a tax-deductible donation to provide all of the everything at a pregnancy resource center. You know, pays for the you know uh, the the ultrasound machine and making sure it gets in there and the techs know how to do what they're doing. Um, twenty-eight bucks basically provides an ultrasound for a woman who is facing, a, let's call it, an unexpected pregnancy. I don't like to say unplanned because, quite frankly, I don't. I think that's a little disingenuous. If you do engage in sexual activity, there is always the possibility that pregnancy is on the horizon, potentially. So to call it unplanned, unexpected, I get that. If you were taking birth control or you honestly believe the lies of the culture that says you can have sex whenever you want to and don't have to worry about getting pregnant, well, call it an unexpected pregnancy. Pregnancy Resource Center partners with Preborn, and they can give you an ultrasound. $28 is not what it costs you. It's what we pay to help them be able to do this. Uh, thank you, Diane from San Clemente, who called in yesterday with a $28 donation. And uh, that's going to save one child's life. Really, very simple. Um, and then thank you, Eduardo, who called in from La Jolla with a $280 donation uh, yesterday as well. And that now means that uh, that's 10 more kids. So we're talking 11 kids total we have saved so far through Preborn in two days on the air here on the Bottom Line Show. Uh, my goal is for us to save 400 at least this month and your $28 donation makes it possible. at 833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229. But if you go to thebottomlineshow.com or kbrightradio.com, you'll find a banner up there that's got a picture of a little baby, a pre-born thing. You click on that banner and staying in this theme of 28, I guarantee you that you'll be able to fill out your donation in 28 seconds or less. If you won't get stuck going through this maze of confusion, you're trying to make a tax-deductible donation to save a baby's life. Uh, We've saved 11 so far. Thank you for doing so. Uh, Can we get to 50 by the end of today? 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or go to kbrightradio.com and click on the banner for uh, the preborn link that'll take you right through there, and you can make your best donation there. By the way, it's tax-deductible. And one thing I love about preborn is the tax-deductible donation goes right to the ultrasound. They have a whole separate division. I mean, obviously, the people who work at these pregnancy resource centers, people who work for pre-born, they've got bills to pay, you know, expenses, things like that. They've got office space, you know, telephones, whatever. Um, they do separate fundraising for that. So when we're here on the air talking with you about this every day, please know that when Diane made her $28 donation, all $28 went to ultrasound machines. Eduardo, 280. goes right there. Every single penny. I don't think you'll ever find a ministry where 100% of the money that you give to that particular part of the cause goes directly to that part of the cause. So um, go online, uh, kbrightradio.com, click the banner, the pre-born banner, and you can make your donation in 28 seconds or less, or call 833-855-BABY. That's 833-850-2229, 833-850-2229. Now, why is this so important to us right now? especially here, we talked about the sanctity of Life segment, because guess who's getting into the mobile pregnancy health business? Yeah, you guessed it. Planned Parenthood. Now, Planned Parenthood and their supporters are really, really hurt. Planned Parenthood does provide 40% of the abortions so uh, in the nation. So by definition, you can do the math, right? If they do 40%, and the total amount of abortions done is 100%. How much of the percentage goes to other non-Planned Parenthood clinics? And that would be 60%. 60%. These are individual uh, clinics. Many of them are for profit. They don't get the government funding that Planned Parenthood does. They don't get big fat donations from people like Hillary Clinton that are tax deductible to the Clintons. And you know, you don't have a former president of the United States, President 44, saying, "God bless Planned Parenthood." Lord knows they've. Uh, Ponied up some money too, I'm sure. It's it's totally David versus Goliath and the pro-life community versus the pro-abortion community. But now Planned Parenthood has announced their first mobile Planned Parenthood facility. And wouldn't you know it, they are planning on going to borders, border towns of red states armed with pregnancy tests and abortion pills. You heard right. Those abortion pills that they tell us are so safe, so easy, you don't need medical supervision, they're basically going to drive around. I i hate to think, but can you imagine? All of a sudden you hear the da-da-da-da-da-da-da, that here comes the sound, and the kids go, it's the ice cream truck. No, it's the Planned Parenthood abortion van. I'm not making this up. I don't know if they have the musical sounders yet, but literally they're going to drive through communities. Remember how some organizations will provide uh, funding for uh, mobile pregnancy resource clinics that will go out and do pregnancy tests and uh, you know ultrasounds and things like that in rural areas where there are no medical facilities close by. That's how the pro-life community hand- handles it. In the pro-abortion community, they'll set up in certain areas where they have a certain target demographic maybe African-American or Hispanic, and they'll say, we're going to provide quote-unquote healthcare services here. And their number one job is to abort unborn children. Now they're taking it on the road and they'll be driving around doing free pregnancy tests. Oh, no, they'll, you'll have to pay for them. Sorry, just kidding. And abortion pills, which again, you'll have to pay for. Notice that what we're talking about with pre-born here, that test pregnancy to verify it, that ultrasound, we are raising the funds for that right now. I'm challenging us as bottom line listeners today. We were at 11 right now going into today. Let's get to 50. 50 children saved. It's $28 per kid. Who could do 10 like Eduardo? Who can do one like Diane? Who could do one per month on a regular basis? $28 per month. Come on, 28 bucks per month. I spend more than that in one week at the Mexican place down the street from us. 833-855, excuse me, 850, baby, or go to kbrightradio.com, click the banner. And when you click the preborn banner, either at kbrightradio.com or thebottomlineshow.com, you can make a donation there. Completely safe, tax deductible, and doesn't cost you any processing fees or anything like that. As we continue, I'm glad that folks at Preborn are taking a stand, a positive stand, an encouraging stand, a stand that also not only saves the life of the baby, but also enhances the spiritual life of the mother. Remember, 46,000 babies were rescued last year through Preborn, and 4,600 women came to faith in Christ as a result of the ministry of Preborn. But as Christians, what do we do? when the culture turns weird, when the questions start ask, being asked of whether or not the Bible is uh, the ultimate authority on truth or even morality, the, the tolerance police are constantly saying that the church is mean-spirited and something phobic. And basically, a lot of Christians will say, well, fine, if it's that bad in California, I'll move to Texas. Or if I get barked at every time I open my mouth, I'll keep my mouth shut. But Dr. Erwin Lutzer has written a brand new book with the most compelling uh, cover art I've seen in quite some time. You'll have to check it out at thebottomlineshow.com. That encourages us to stand for Christ in a collapsing culture. The new book is called No Reason to Hide. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And when you call in to win this book, please know that it's Everyone Wednesday, so everyone's going to get something. Everybody who calls, 800-227-5278. Dr. Erwin Lutzer joins me next as The Bottom Line continues. Want to continue receiving income into retirement with little market risk? Dennis Wilson and Wilson Financial Services can help you secure a permanent income and benefits, addressing your risk tolerance with professional advisory knowledge.
1: You have a large 401k or IRA as your retirement nest egg. How about a four-dimensional plan that will pay you and your spouse income for life without stock market risk? How about we include inflation benefits so your income goes up annually? How about we include extra income benefits for long-term care, and if you need one or both, you both have it? That's right, permanent income, inflation benefits, long-term care benefits with no market risk. We have put over $50 million of our clients' money in the 40 account in the last few years. These clients are sleeping way better at night.
0: Learn more when you call Wilson Financial today at 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Wilson Financial for simply better alternatives. Does it seem like the culture all around us is starting to fall apart? Slip a little bit or even just completely fall completely off the rails? Well, if that's the way you've been feeling, there is good news. And joining me today here on The Bottom Line Show to discuss that good news is Dr. Erwin Lutzer. Dr. Lutzer is pastor emeritus of the Moody Church, where he served as the senior pastor for 36 years. He's an award-winning author of many books, including We Will Not Be Silenced, and the featured speaker on three different radio programs that are heard on more than 750 national and international outlets. He and his wife Rebecca have three grown children and eight grandchildren at least as of this press release, and uh, they live in the Chicago area. It has a brand new book out, and uh, the cover is very provocative. So is the title. It's called No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture. We have a link for the book up at TheBottomLineShow.com. Dr. Irwin Lutzer, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show.
2: Glad to be with you again, Roger. And, uh, you know, we're living in very troubled times, and I like to remind people that we didn't ask for this culture war. The culture war came to us, Mm -hmm. and we have to know how to respond, and I try to help uh, all of us think through how we should respond to what's happening around us. I'm
0: grateful that you do, Dr. Lutzer, and thank you for making that point, because oftentimes I'll talk with Christians, or people will call in on our program, and they'll say, hey, you know what? I'm not a culture warrior, per se. I'm not out there picketing and protesting. I don't know why this is happening now because I've tried to you know, do the biblical thing. Let's live peaceably with all people as much as it pertains to us. Let's try to be good neighbors and good citizens, love our neighbors as ourselves. And yet it seems like in the past couple of years, there's become this full-scale attack on the body of Christ. Help us understand, first and foremost, how we got here before we get into the part where we have to make a decision as to how we're going to respond to it.
2: Well, if I'm going to talk about how we got here, I really do have to bring up cultural Marxism. Cultural Marxism says we can bring about a Marxist uh, state not with a revolution like Russia and China, bloody revolution, but rather through capturing the institutions by incrementally gaining control of law and education and government and economy and media. We can bring about this kind of a, quote, utopia. And so uh, take, for example, the destruction of the family. Both Marx and uh, especially Lenin spoke about the fact that uh, the family has to be broken up because children grow up with loyalty to their parents. They're oppressed by their parents. The parents uh, oppress their children. They take them to church. God is the ultimate oppressor. And if there's anything that has to happen, It is children need to be taken out from under oppression. So the task of educating a child is too important to leave to parents. So parents can clothe the child, they can give the child, uh, you know, food to eat. But the heart of the child has to be educated by the state, by the controlling realities. So right there, you find that to be true, where we have that today in the public school system. And so even in racial matters, the thing is that, uh, you know, Saul Alinsky here in Chicago discovered that it's possible to apply Marxism to race. So you always have the oppressed and you have the oppressors. And there has to be perpetual conflict between them. And that's why, in my opinion, racial relations are worse than ever because we are taught to see one another in oppositional terms. And um, as a result of that, what you have is antagonism, the shouting across racial fences. When the Bible really does have a a good solution for this, Paul says that in Christ there's neither Jew nor Greek, bond or free. Christ is all and in all. And whether you are Greek or barbarian, Or Scythian, chapter 3, verse 11, we're all one. And they all had their differences, but there was a transcendent unity. And uh, what's happening in our society there is, so it's being applied to race, it's being applied to sexuality, to the schools. And so uh, to those who say, oh, I want to avoid it, I just want to be a nice neighbor, Mm -hmm. wonderful. But if you're sending your kids to a school, you're up against it. If you're in a business, you'll discover soon that you're expected to go along with multiple pronouns. You are expected to support the LGBTQ community. And if you don't, you're in trouble. So it's not as if we can avoid it. It is on our doorstep, so to speak, every single day.
0: Dr. Erwin Lutzer, my guest today here on The Bottom Line. The brand new book is called No Reason to Hide. Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com, and I, I appreciate uh, your framing this for us, Dr. Lutzer, especially when you consider the fact that uh, one of the biggest places where we in the church lose this battle, and we don't really have an option. I mean, you have a chapter that says, are you going to surrender, sink, or swim? So, I mean, the, we really have to do something with this. We can't remain neutral on it. But I, I I'm so, I, if you're going to get this book and read it, You might want to go right to chapter six first. I mean, for my liking, because you talk about language, propaganda. I think of the Francis Schaeffer line, he who controls the word controls the world. And oftentimes I think this is where we in the body of Christ, we know apologetics, we know theology. But when it comes to speaking the language of the culture, we just we're horribly behind in terms of letting the propaganda machine dictate the narrative.
2: Yes, and I quote Hitler because, you know, when he starved children, he called it putting them on a low-calorie diet. Mm. Killing the Jews was the cleansing of the land. So you always use a euphemism. Now, in that chapter, Roger, I delineate six different ways that language is used in propaganda. I'll give you quickly two of them. One way is there are universities that have speech codes. You know, you can't use the word freshman, you can't use the word victim. And uh, by the way, if there's a barbershop in your area, don't say that he takes in walk-ins because you might offend those who can't walk. Mm. Now, what we have to do is to back off and ask, what in the world is going on here? This is not an intention to raise the level of the conversation, but to silence it. You have no idea what's appropriate. Can you still go into a restaurant and actually have a menu? Or is that forbidden? Can you right. have a manicure? So nobody knows what to say. People are afraid of saying a straightforward sentence, and they are being self-censored. And that's exactly what the goal is. Or a second way, and this is very important, The argument is won by transferring the ideas to a psychological state. You believe in strong borders like I do? You're a racist. You're opposed to same-sex marriage, and you are uh, considered to be a bigot. You know, if you're pro-life, you hate women. So you disagree with me? Speak to your therapist. Mm. So in this way, by using such pejorative language against those who disagree with you. Once again, the argument seems to be won, because after all, you don't want to be having these labels put on you, and that's where we are at in today's culture. And we must help people to understand, to peel back the labels. Black lives do matter, of course, Mm -hmm. but you peel back the label and ask what is meant by this organization, and you discover it's something quite different than you might think it is. You peel back the labels. You have to distinguish knowledge from wisdom. And uh, this is a very tricky thing. It takes a lot of discernment. The Bible helps us here because we are indeed in a propaganda age.
0: It's incredible. And, And what you were just describing, Dr. Lutzer, Uh, resonates when you talk about the the issue of collective demonization and the idea that it's easy to just say, well, we're going to paint everybody in this category with the same brush. And there's lots of wiggle room on the left as far as that propaganda goes for progressives, if you will, and liberals and that type of thing. But it seems like the church, the body of Christ, Christians, evangelicals, whatever you want to call that group, is always thrown into one pile and labeled and branded the way you were just describing.
2: Exactly. And, of course, it can be very effective. The other thing I point out in that chapter is that Hitler, of course, perfected this, namely that you need to have fear, fear for those who disobey the uh, collective narrative, but also you need to stir up people's anger. People need an enemy. And so today it's popular to say that the enemy is Christianity, the enemy is, quote, the conservative right, and you have to hate them. And the reason is because hate has a lot more power. Uh, Hitler, I'm quoting him again, hate is more powerful than mere dislike, he said. And so what you have to do is to make sure that the uh, population is stirred up, so to speak, so that they are whipped into a frenzy so that they go along with what you want them to believe. And then there's herd instinct.
1: Hmm.
2: Again, to refer to Hitler, if you have 100,000 people chanting the same slogan in a stadium, even those who disagree, they will remain silent because nobody's going to want to go up against the majority. But while I'm talking, Roger, in this context, I want to mention I quote in the book, I quote the words of uh, Booker T. Washington, who said that evil doesn't become good and wrong doesn't become right just because the majority believe it to be so. Amen. Amen.
0: Powerful words of wisdom from Booker T., but also from Dr. Erwin Lutzer in this outstanding new book called No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. More of how we can take that stand. And how you don't have to be militant, you don't have to be on the on the march, as it were, but necessarily taking that stand on the solid foundation of the, the truth of God's word and your testimony at, that Jesus has saved you uh, from sin and death and hell, that is going to go great lengths in the culture that we're in right now, especially as the, uh, the morals and values are collapsing all around us. More of my conversation with Dr. Erwin Lutzer in just a moment as the bottom line continues.
3: Right after you get into an accident, you need to call Stephanie Cover of Cover Law to begin the process of healing. Too many people make the wrong choice and try to handle their case on their own. Don't be gullible. Your insurance company does not have your best interests in mind. Their job is to save money, not help you recover. Stephanie's priority is you. She will help you recover wholly, mind, body, and spirit, as well as get you the settlement you deserve. Begin your recovery by contacting Stephanie first and follow her instructions to streamline your healing process. Stephanie has over 25 years of experience and knows how to get you healed and restored. Although your friends and family may have good intentions, they are not personal injury attorneys, and therefore they do not know the best way to help you. Stephanie Cover does, and she will help you put the pieces back together financially, physically, and spiritually. You need to write down her number now. 877-214-4935 877-214-4935 or go to kbrightradio.com slash Law. Your healing begins with Cover Law.
0: I appreciate the fact that Stephanie Cover knows the law so well. The laws have changed so much during the COVID pandemic. Don't try to handle your personal injury case on your own. The minute you're involved in that accident, contact Stephanie Cover at 877-214-4935 or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Law. Do it right now. Dr. Erwin Lutzer is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. We're talking about his powerful new book. It's a uh, follow-up to the book that came out a couple of years ago called We Will Not Be Silenced, which is an encouragement for Christians to stand up and to speak out in the public square. And we know that there are a lot of people who are saying, oh, man, I, I, I can't take one more social media argument. It seems like every time I try to share my faith now, the culture has gotten so hostile to that faith. And the reality is they have. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But what Dr. Lutzer writes about in his follow-up book is to how we can actually stand up for our faith, though the world is taking the weirdest look at it and saying, you know, the Bible isn't really a sense of truth anymore. It's not a sense of absolute morality. Uh, The judgments are based on how I feel. And if I don't want to hear your Bible talk, then you got to take it somewhere else. The book is called No Reason to Hide. Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture We've got a link for the book up at com. We have a couple copies of the book to give away right now. Uh, 800-227-5278. Crystal and Teresa are standing by to take your calls. And Todd might even pick up the phone too. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. And um, this is a Wednesday, of course. So it's an Everyone Wins day. And you know what that means. That means everybody who calls in is going to win something so i do have a couple copies of dr luther's book to share but if you don't win one of those that's okay do not despair you're going to win something when you call the bottom line show today 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 that's the number to get you through to the bottom line the second half of first peter 3 verse 15 says always be prepared to give a reason for the hope that lies within you and do so with gentleness and respect. That's the Roger Standard version. Uh, The reality is that gentleness and respect part, you want to be kind. You want to be polite. You know, being kind means you speak the truth and do so in a loving way, not in a uh, permissive way. Oh, what you're doing is fine, even though it's not. And sometimes we as Christians get into finger pointed in the chest mode, and that's not terribly kind or gracious. But at the same time, though, now you have to understand that we are living in a culture where biblical truth is not revered. God is not honored. And quite frankly, when it comes to even things like morality, how do we know what is what and what people believe? We'll have more of this conversation with Dr. Erwin Lutzer in just a moment as the bottom line continues. You know, I think the thing that is so fascinating to me about what's happening right now in the culture is the number of people who are beginning to wake up to the reality that the preborn child is in fact a human being. It's amazing how California has Proposition 1 on the ballot that would codify abortion into California state law through all nine months. And over 70% of Californians, even in as liberal a state as we are, don't believe that that should be the law. Preborn is helping to answer a lot of questions women have when they face an unexpected pregnancy. Through the first half of this year alone, nearly 26,000 babies have been saved through preborn centers. That's about 1,000 babies every week. Simply because a woman can go in, get a pregnancy test, have, see an ultrasound image of their child, and then make the decision either to become a mom, to terminate the pregnancy if they so choose, very few of them do, or to release that child for adoption. When you give an ultrasound through preborn, another mother is introduced to her baby for the very first time. And when girls and women have a chance to see that baby on the ultrasound and hear the heartbeat, they're 83% more likely to choose life. Learn more when you go to kbrightradio.com and click on the pre-born banner. Make your best donation today. It's only $28. Saves one life. Dr. Irwin Lutzer is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh, and this book, if for no other reason, the content's fantastic, but the cover art. I love this, Dr. Lutzer, the the idea. We've seen this in so many different ways. Show us the transcripts of this, and then we get the the redacted part with all the black lines put out. And the cover that spells out No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture, looks like it's been heavily redacted. It's very, very clever and very, very uh, compelling. Uh, A link for the book is up at thebottomlineshow.com. One of the biggest challenges that people are wrestling with right now, when I see the statistics coming out of George Barna's research and things of that nature, that one out of every five members of Generation Z identifies as transgender. It seems like all of a sudden, people are dealing grandparents are finding out that their kids want to transition and this, that, and the other thing. It seems like in the past five years, Dr. Lutzer, that transgenderism is everywhere. Is that... An overstatement, or is that something that we in the church need to confront as a reality and a challenge, of course, to our biblical values and truth?
2: Well, it's certainly not an overstatement if you're talking about the younger generation, the teen generation. Here's what happens a teenager is introduced to sexuality in the school. In fact, in the book, I I describe a book that is used here in Illinois where you have every form of sexual perversion imaginable illustrated, and the title of the book is It's Perfectly Normal. Mm. Now, a child sees this. He knows it's not normal. He's full of guilt and shame, which leads to depression. So he's depressed, and then they come along and say, well, you know, you're depressed. You know what your problem is? You have to explore the possibility that you really are trans. And so a child begins to go in this direction. One of the reasons I wrote this book, among many others, is to help parents think through what they should say to their child if he comes home from school and says, I think I'm trans. Mm -hmm. It's very important for us to recognize that self-perception by itself is never a guarantee that you, uh, never. let me put it this way, self-perception may be wrong it may not be a good indication as to who you are. For example, you can go into a psych ward and you can meet someone who genuinely believes he's Napoleon. He mm-hmm. believes that genuinely, mm-hmm. but that doesn't make him Napoleon. In the very same way, a child who says I'm trans is not trans. He's confused. He's seeking meaning. He's trying to find some healing for his soul. So he says that. And, uh, The trans people say, Oh, do you think you really know better than I do as to who I am? And the answer is yes, absolutely. I know better than you as to who you are. If you're born Bert, you're Bert, and you're never going to be Bertha. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing for a person to say, I can be trans, is like a person who's five foot five saying, I can be six foot tall. Mm. No, you can't. That's beyond your ability. God created you in a certain way, and you cannot be just whoever you are. Let's take, for example, a girl looks in the mirror, and she thinks she's overweight. She has anorexia. She sees herself as overweight. Actually, she's starving. Is her self-perception correct? Not at all. Do we just let her starve herself to death because, after all, only she knows who she really is? No. What we do is we see that she's confused, and we try to help her. And that everybody knows that uh, men can't have babies, too. By the way, in George Orwell's book, a man by the name of Winston is taken into a room, and they try to teach him that 2 plus 2 is equal to 5, sometimes it's equal to 3, and sometimes it's equal to both. Roger, I've often thought about that. Do they actually think they can convince him that 2 plus 2 is 5? Probably not. What they are trying to do is to make him comfortable to live with lies Mm -hmm. and to live by lies. Mm-hmm. Our society knows that a woman cannot father a child. right? And yet there are men who identify as women who father children. Or our society knows men can't have babies too. Everybody knows that. We're living by a lie, but we're being told, live by a lie. And it was Voltaire who said that those who can get you to believe absurdities can eventually get you to commit atrocities. And also, George Orwell is quoted as saying, there are some ideas that are so foolish, so absurd, that only intellectuals believe them. (laughs) Boy, I
0: mean, I'm not laughing because that's funny. I mean, the the irony is just so stinging and striking. Dr. Erwin Lutzer, my guest today here on The Bottom Line, and we're talking about his brand new book uh, called no Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture. We have a link for the book up at the com. Dr. Lutzer, we just have a couple moments left in our time together. Uh, help, Give us some encouragement. I mean, you obviously wrote this book as a follow-up to your very successful writings over the past couple of years, talking about engaging and equipping the church to to do battle with the culture, realizing that, as you mentioned at the start of our conversation, this is not a fight that we sought, but it's now one that we are in. Um, knowing, of course, that Jesus wins the ultimate victory for us in terms of salvation, but this is where we're called to live right now. How do we engage the culture in a way that is meaningful, that's effective? I mean, obviously truthful, but somewhat compassionate at the same time for people who are so horribly lost by the very things you were just describing.
2: Each chapter in my book has the story of a hero, somebody who overcame the culture and perhaps paid a price for it, but nonetheless was faithful. What we have to do is to train our people. You don't have to win in this life in order to win in the next.
1: Amen. And
2: therefore we can face the culture with a great deal of confidence because we know that we aren't going to win all these battles, but we right. don't have to. We have to know where to draw the line and then be faithful within that. And then we have to ask, what? For example, there's a teacher here in Chicago, who told me, a teacher in the public school, he was told, it is not enough if you simply uh, tolerate same-sex marriage. If you don't celebrate it, you could lose your job. Okay, there's a line in the sand. Now, the question is, if he loses his job, is the rest of the church going to come around him and say, hey, look, we're going to support you, we're going to be here for you? I hope so. We're going to have to even rethink what church is all about. But as I say, throughout history, and the last chapter of my book has to do with suffering, uh, how to suffer well for Christ, throughout history, the church has always had very difficult decisions. The church has had to suffer, but they have done so victoriously. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake, great is your reward. So if we look to the reward to come, along with all the other saints and along with Jesus, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, we will be successful even if we cultured back. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, this is an encouraging work, and I appreciate, Dr. Lutzer, in a season of life when a lot of people would, you know, be perfectly content to rest on their laurels, travel the country, do some guest speaking, and, you know, kind of rehash some of your your greatest hits as far as sermons go. Not only did you write the outstanding book, uh, We Will Not Be Silenced, but now this new book, No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture, really does kind of help set the tone for a younger generation to take up the mantle and fight the fight that you've been fighting. We've got a link for this book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Dr. Erwin Lutzer, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us today here on The Bottom Line Show.
2: Thank you, Roger. God bless you. God's richest blessings
0: to you and your family as well, Dr. Lutzer. Excellent book, practical, timely. The book is No Reason to Hide. Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture, uh, written by Dr. Erwin Lutzer, my guest today here on The Bottom Line Show, an outstanding follow-up to his very powerful and compelling book, We Will Not Be Silenced, which he's been on the air with us a couple of times prior to discuss. We've got a couple of copies of this book to give away, and it's everyone Wednesday, so everybody who calls 800-227-5278 right now is going to win something. I mentioned we have two copies of Erwin Lutzer's brand new book, Uh, No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture, call 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. That is the number to get you through to the Bottom Line Show. And as I mentioned, when you uh, get through, uh, please know that uh, uh, you'll your name will be tossed in the hat, the drawing for the two books. But then everybody who uh, calls and registers for this is going to win something. And uh, we're talking books, DVDs, et cetera, et cetera. 800-227-5278. is the number to get you through to the bottom line. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, talk about some of these issues that we are facing right now in the culture, especially as it pertains to raising your voice, speaking out on behalf of atrocities that are being committed against the good of humanity, but also for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Why, in a culture that has an ever-narrowing definition of tolerance, Uh, Christians can't stay silent about the divide between the truth that we read in Scripture and the lies that we see in the world. Uh, We'll talk about that on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. Digging some John Elefante there. Stronger now. Man, that is a great opening riff. It's a great song. And John is a tremendous songwriter, too. If you listen to the solo stuff he did post-Kansas, still very, very... Uh, compelling if you listen to seculo here on our uh, bottom line show affiliates all across the country Jay seculo live the american center for law and justice uh, john elefante is part of the band that Jay plays in but also features john schlitz formerly of the secular band head east and the contemporary christian band petra and uh, Jay plays drums or guitar or whatever they they do a great job i mean i think half the time i like to listen to the Seculo program just to hear what songs they are going to use for their bumpers so todd thanks for Pulling that one out for the bottom line show. 800 227 5278. 800 227 5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. We've got a couple of copies of Dr. Erwin Lutzer's brand new book called No Reason to Hide Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture. It's a follow up to his uh, uh, really powerful book that kind of caught a lot of people by surprise. Dr. Lutzer's always been a solid Bible teacher and a great preacher. But when he wrote his book, We Will Not Be Silenced, that came out a couple of years ago, to literally prepare us to live out convictions against the growing tide of hostility toward the body of Christ. Um, It's interesting now because I love the way he kind of prefaces the No Reason to Hide book. First of all, he gives us permission to look at the culture war for what it is. It's a war by the culture against the church, against biblical values, against God. And that is key to understand because oftentimes I think we in the body of Christ might begin to think that, well, maybe we've done something to offend people and that's why that's a place that we definitely need a gut check. The gospel is offensive to people who are living in darkness. We should not be offensive in the way that we present the gospel. Uh, Let me say that again, because I want to make sure it's, it's kind of a nuanced position, but I believe it's something that, uh, that we have to really put into practice. You know, people. I know people. Chances are, we've been that people or those people who will say something that is true, and will do it in such a way that's really almost ungodly. You know, it's kind of jerky. It's kind of uh, offensive. Scripture is very clear to us. Take a look at Isaiah eight, for example, about the stumbling, the scandal on the the stumbling that we face at the foot of the cross. Every human being in our sinful fallen state will eventually have to bend the knee to Jesus and we usually stumble our way there. So the idea that we can somehow have it all together and, and be arrogant and be bold and be you know bombastic in the way we uh, you know call out other people's sin, for example, it's not biblical. We have a whole... Oh, a whole slew, a whole laundry list of ways that the American church over the course of our history, and I'm, this is not just me pontificating. Go back and look at the founding of our nation and ask yourself how many times the church was complicit in uh, promoting and perpetuating the slave trade, for example. I mean, for every Christian who was working for abolition, how many other people were professing faith in Christ and preaching out of what is now referred to as the slave Bible that cut out all the parts about, you know... <laughs> The things where slavery was listed as something that was was horrible. Biblical slavery, you're talking about a lot of indentured servanthood. I mean, you really do see people you know, going to prison or working for somebody because they couldn't pay off a debt. Uh, there are people who are sold into slavery versus people who sell themselves into slavery. And you don't find anywhere in Scripture where, you know, and God was pleased that Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery. At the same time, though, look at the epistles and you don't see Paul saying, all right, slaves, here's the deal. There are, there are more of you than there are of your masters. And we're all Christians and God's behind us and onward, Christian soldiers. You see him say things like slaves, obey your masters. Masters don't lord it over your slaves, or your servants. You know, so that, that's one example of where we in the body of Christ can take a look at that issue and say, you know, if you go to the museum of the Bible, you will find a slave Bible. A Bible that was used that is redacted heavily. I mentioned the cover of uh, the new book by Dr. Erwin Lutzer, it's heavily redacted, meaning the title, No Reason to Hide, is outlined by other words that are on the cover that are blocked out. So like when you see those, uh, here's the official transcript, here's the official email, but it's been heavily redacted. And of four pages of email, you can see about two paragraphs worth of words, right? The, The black lines going all the way through them. So can you imagine having a copy of God's word that's have so heavily redacted that all it does is basically say it's okay to buy and sell people? It's okay to treat them like their property. I mean, there are parts in Scripture where you say, "Hey, yeah, you know, this, take the story of Onesimus and Philemon, and you know, you can, here's an escaped slave." You know, I mean, that, we, we get that, but that you would perpetuate that. You know, look at the the way women have been treated or mistreated in our culture compared to the way Jesus elevated the position of women in the culture that he walked the earth through. There are lots of places, lots of ways. Well, think about this, though. Now it seems like the the Christian thing to do is just keep your mouth shut. Um, And the idea that we are called to be salt and light in the world, you know, you're going— really heavy into a culture that says identity driven social justice is the way to go that's how we bring people together um, if you want to take a cultural attack on a couple of definitions turn dr. Lutzer talked often in our segment about the the language wars you know can you get a manicure order something off the menu I mean that those are they sound kind of extreme but there have been people who've tried to change the word for menstrual cycle because it has the word men in it. I mean, it's, it's gotten so nuts and this progressive push in, even within the body of Christ to people who would proclaim that and say that this is the true quote unquote good news. But I highly admire and respect Dr. Lutzer. You got to love somebody who gets a season of age and says, you know what? God's calling me to do it and I'm just doing it. (laughs) It, I think we younger adults would benefit greatly from that wisdom. You know, there's a boldness, but there's certainly a care and concern. There's no question about that. Uh, the book, No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture, is up at the thebottomlineshow.com. We've, it's everyone Wednesday today, so we've got two copies to give away, but everybody who calls in is going to win something. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. is the number to get you through to the bottom line. As we continue, I want to give you an example of people who are standing up for their faith and I think doing so in a God-honoring way and drawing attention for what they've done. We'll talk about that coming up next as the bottom line continues. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. A few moments left in our giveaway for the uh, book by Erwin Lutzer. Uh, no reason to hide. Standing for Christ in a collapsing culture. 800-227-5278. If you don't get into the main drawing for that, remember it's everyone Wednesday, so you're gonna win something. Um, you're welcome. By the way, don't <laughs> no, it's, it's I, you know I realize I mean that there are so many times when you will be listening to a program or you know watching someone on television or something like that. They'll be talking about all these resources, and the giveaway is kind of a dying art, and so I'm thrilled that here at Crawford Broadcasting, we make it a part of the uh, uh, the plan here, give you a chance to call in, talk to our outstanding staff, whether it's Crystal or Teresa or Todd answering the phones today. Wednesday's Joel's day off because he has to work the weekend. So he's out there, you know, working on his uh, his drive shot, his putt. I mean, I who knew that he was, you know, such a great golfer? Um, I don't know that Joel's ever held a golf club, but I mean, I just kind of have it on good authority that maybe Joel Dominguez or main board operator during the week is a, uh, is an avid golfer. He just doesn't talk about it because still doesn't talk about anything. Really. He's one of the quietest people we'd ever known. Erwin Lutzer's book, no, no place to hide. No reason to hide is, is so important. Standing for Christ in a collapsing culture. You know, it's amazing how many people will say, well, I don't know if I'm, you know, a great speaker. I don't know if a great author. I don't know if I, you know, should be, you know, you know, on the front lines for anything and yet at the same time i am so grateful for an organization called for the martyrs that actually had an event this past weekend at the national mall um a couple yesterday was actually the 25th anniversary of stand in the gap i don't know if you remember that the uh, uh promise keepers event where i don't know how many guys actually came christian men from all over the country came Heard speakers, it had a wonderful you know, time of fellowship, uh, great food, great music, and they also cleaned up all the trash afterwards. If you look at the pictures, it's incredible. It was right after the African-American-led uh, Million Man March that drew several hundred thousand. I don't know if they actually got a million, but if you look at aerial shots of that day in the Washington Mall and the uh, Stand in the Gap event, the Stand in the Gap event was at least twice as, uh, had twice as many guys there as the Million Man March. There weren't quite that many people at the Washington Mall this past weekend, but it was the third annual March for the Martyrs event. And it's interesting how um, this group uh, for the Martyrs and their founder, Gia Chacon, was joined by some evangelists, a Chaldean, Catholic priest. They marched about a mile from the kickoff point, which is at the Museum of the Bible. I was talking about earlier. Uh, there was a night of prayer event that was held. Um, and then basically in front of the Sylvan Theater located near the Washington Monument. Uh, There were stories of Christians willing to die rather than deny or renounce their Christian faith. Uh, One example was uh, Rajid Ghani, a Chaldean Catholic priest who refused to yield to demands from Islamic militants to shut down his church in Iraq. He said basically, quote, as long as one person is coming to this church, I will keep the doors open. This is a man who wound up being assassinated by fanatics Back in 2007, Uh, Gia Chacon was talking about his last words and he said it was after a Sunday mass, after he just finished the service, he walked outside and the gunman said, why didn't you listen to us? And they threatened him and some of his other deacons. When asked why he did not close the church, though, these were his last words. How could I close the doors on the house of God? And with that, he was riddled with bullets. You know, I have to wonder, I mean, I, I realize we're not to that point yet in this culture. But at what point are we going to get when you and I are going to face a similar circumstance? How intense is the heat going to get over the next year or two? Or maybe the next six months in this culture. And, and I, my exhortation to each of us as believers is to do a couple things. First of all, be in prayer each and every day. Prayer is the most powerful weapon we have in the culture war. Pray for God's will, for this nation, for Christians all over the world. Remember, uh, the whole idea is that all people everywhere would be saved. Let's make sure as American Christians, we of course are praying for our nation, praying for our leadership, praying for our brothers and sisters here. But let's remember the church universal, the capital C church as well. Secondly, let's look at these Testimonies from people who've been martyred for their faith, and ask ourselves the question: Are you willing to die for this? I mean, I was talking with George Barner the other day. George is going to be on the program again next week. He's got this American Values survey, and that was the lead question they were asking about these different. They put forty-eight different uh, character attributes, and we're asking, you know, who do you what are you looking for in the election? You know, what are you looking for? Humility? Are you looking for strength? Or this, that, and the other thing? And basically, the this is my all-in category heading was I would die for this or I'm moderately interested or I really don't care, but I would die for this value. Are we willing to take that same step? I mean, here's a thought that may not enter our minds often enough. Erwin Lutzer's challenge, his exhortation is no reason to hide. We can stand for Christ in a collapsing culture because we have three choices when our faith is challenged, we can either be complicit with the evil that's trying to eliminate our faith message from the public square. We can be complacent, take a step back, be quiet, don't engage as much. Or we can be courageous and know that, like this Chaldean priest, we might wind up being riddled with bullets. Or we might wind up being that conduit, that one point that God uses us to speak the gospel for someone. To hear. And as Father Johnny shared right before, moments before his death, he said, how can I close the doors of the house of God as long as one person is coming here to hear this good news? I will keep preaching. It. Would that we would be the same way. ACBC audience, Rabbi Schneider coming up next with Discovering the Jewish Jesus. For those who remain on the network, we'll talk more about this topic in just a moment as the bottom line continues. Let Wilson Financial Services help you identify proprietary financial strategies for your wealth that work for your life.
1: Let's revisit our one-year CD. Had a client who had $500,000 of retained earnings in his corporation for the last three years. I said, if you'd have put that into this account three years ago, you'd have seventy-five dollars to $100,000 of interest versus what you have now, which is a nice round number. Had a client sell his house. Had 450000 in the bank. I told him, is he really not likely to buy a house in the next 12 months? You want to leave this in the bank earning nothing? Or would you like to earn some interest on it over the next 12 months? So he said, How much? I said, Well, how about between 20 and 30,000? He says, Zero versus 20 or 30,000. Yeah, he says, I like the 20 or 30,000. Sounds better. Aren't you tired of earning nothing with all the money you have in the bank? Call 800 696 9970. 800
0: 696 9970. Or go to KBrightRadio.com forward slash Wilson Financial for simply better alternatives. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. It is uh, everyone Wednesday here on the Bottom Line Show. We're still taking your calls at 800-227-5278. have a long line of people who wanted to get in on the drawing for Irwin Lutzer's new book called No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture. And I can see why. I mean, having read this thing and had the conversation with Dr. Lutzer in the earlier part of the program today, uh, you would be hard-pressed to find a better uh, resource for using for standing up for your faith in the culture. I mean, The the idea that you're either going to be complicit, you're going to be complacent, or you're going to be courageous uh, really does help. And, you know, one thing I I, I didn't mention about the book earlier, but I wanted to share here. Um, At the beginning of each and every book, uh, you know, that comes out, they always get a number of rather famous people uh, to write an endorsement for the book. Sometimes they get a chance to read the book and sometimes they just, you know, put their name on it because they know these people. So I'm looking through this stuff and I went, okay, let's see. Dr. Carol Swain, okay. Uh, Dr. Tony Evans endorses this too. Uh, Eric Metaxas, uh, Natasha Crane, uh, local uh, uh, blogger and uh, podcaster. Uh, Dr. Michael Youssef, leading the way. He endorses this book as well. Uh, I love what he says. Erwin Lutzer has been sounding this all-important alarm and calling us to sanctity in a culture, uh, sanity in a culture rather, that's been running headlong toward insanity. In his newest book, No Reason to Hide, he shines the light and shows us a way out of our abyss of immorality. Read it, heed it, and share it with others. Uh, Keisha Russell, uh, one of the members of the council at the First Liberty Institute. Also, uh, Dr. Mike Favaras, so host of Focal Point and president of Compass Bible Institute in uh, Southern California here. Um, Dr. Gary Hamrick, Skip Heitzig. You know what all of those people have in common? They've all been regular guests on the bottom line. <laughs> I don't think I've ever come across a book. We had so many people who were like, oh, yeah, those are, those are all of our friends. I mean, I think it's, it's really wonderful. It's nice to be in this community. Understanding you know, that uh, there are so many people who are, are, are looking to, uh, to propagate the biblical worldview and to do so in a way that is uh, uh, God-honoring. I, I have to give a shout-out here before we go any further uh, to a woman by the name of Melanie Standiford. Uh, She might wind up working for us at some point uh, because she's no longer working for KNOP television in North Platte, Nebraska. The reason she is not working for that station any longer is because she actually violated the company's policy of journalistic impartiality and raised questions about her ability to cover the abortion issue without bias. Now, this is the same type of stuff that Dr. Lutzer is talking about in this brand new book. The Flatwater Free Press has reported on the efforts of Ms. Standiford reporting that she actually spent time in her hometown of Curtis, Nebraska, gathering signatures for a petition that calls for a vote in November to determine whether or not the city will become a sanctuary for the unborn. Now, can we get a little perspective on this here? Um, I love these little searches here. Curtis, Nebraska, home of Nebraska College of Technical Agriculture, right off of uh, Highway 23, in case you're wondering. Curtis describes itself as Nebraska's Easter City. Every Palm Sunday, they present an annual pageant. Curtis, Nebraska has a population of 843, according to the uh, U.S. Census, that's down from 939 in the 2010 census. May I just submit to you that a town that calls itself Easter City, that has an annual Palm Sunday pageant every year, is probably a pretty safe bet that there are a lot of people there who are part of the faith community. And as a result, not everybody in the faith community is passionately pro-life like yours truly. But how about the vast majority? Melanie Standiford used to be the news director and was also the co-anchor on the local newscast at KNOP North Platte. She had actually worked for the company for five years. Basically, in addition to making her hometown of Curtis, a quote-unquote sanctuary city for the unborn, she also was working to try to collect uh, signatures for an initiative that would outlaw abortion services in several towns in Nebraska. Now, what makes this so interesting, of course, I'm going to read, this is a, a statement uh, the Christian Post was able to attain from, uh, obtain from KNOP. Uh, when news of Ms. Standiford's departure uh, were uh, made public by the Flatwater Free Press, uh, KNOP was con- contacted by the Christian Post and They were asked whether or not she was still working for the company. And the company confirmed that as of last Friday, September 30th, that was her final day of employment. Not only did they make that her final day of employment, they, quote, wished her well in her future endeavors. The statement that was given to the Christian Post continues. Separately, KNOP can confirm that our longstanding company policy encourages civic involvement among our employees so long as such activities do not give the appearance of interfering with journalistic impartiality. In furtherance of that qualification, KNOP's news personnel are not permitted at any time and regardless of beliefs to actively engage in any political activity for any candidate, party, or ballot initiative. The North Platte Bulletin reported on Monday, a news director for the company speaking on behalf of the general manager informed Standiford that her involvement with the petition made it difficult for her to operate as a neutral source on the issue. Uh, On Wednesday, Staniford issued a statement to the Christian Post that the news station was not clear that the company's policy extended to gathering signatures from like-minded Christians. In other words, she was not out proselytizing. She was not out canvassing and trying to change people's minds. She was finding people whom she knew were supportive of her faith, and supportive of a pro-life position, to get signatures from. As she wrote, this was actually my church. And with the people in my community that I know personally on our own time, we went out and got these signatures. Guess how many signatures she got? Basically, she took the petition to her church in early August and she collected, are you ready? 47 signatures. (laughs) 47, not just for her congregation, but she went a little further. She went to another church also based in Curtis. I love the fact that this town of 840 people had more than one church. Now, what's interesting about this is that prior to this issue that came out in the free press about how she was going and collecting these signatures, Miss Standiford says that the company she worked for for five years, this KNOP television, did not have any problem with her reporting on the abortion issue, even though she's passionately pro-life and actually had been doing this type of work in the past. Maybe they didn't have a problem with it because they didn't know about it, could be. Uh, She's meeting with an attorney right now to try to find out, well, maybe not at this very moment, but (laughs) soon. Um, Basically, Curtis is one of six towns in Nebraska that are going to be voting this year on whether or not to outlaw abortion within city limits. And see, this is what the left can't stand. The left can't stand the fact that Curtis, Nebraska, population 838, would have the audacity to make abortion illegal. What do you think the demand for abortion is in Curtis, Nebraska? Take a guess. I mean, first, you have to have a number of people who are ready, willing, and able to actually engage in the possibility and the prospect of conceiving a child in the first place. See, these are the types of folks and towns like this that our friends at Preborn are working with right now. They're working with them to say, we want to have an ultrasound machine here, and we want to have an ultrasound machine where it's most effective. Now, I understand that... uh, an ultrasound machine at a pre-born affiliate in a place like Los Angeles or San Diego or Denver would probably have the potential to save more children than Curtis, Nebraska. Or neighboring Arnold, Nebraska, Brady, Nebraska, Hershey, Nebraska, Paxson, Nebraska, or Wallace, Nebraska. And good for them. The ordinance would define abortion as, quote, the act of using or prescribing an instrument, drug, medicine, or any other substance, device, or means with the intent to cause the death of an unborn child of a woman known to be pregnant. The penalty for violating the ordinance, a $500 fine. However, the ordinance clarifies that it would not forbid medical treatment to preserve a mother's life or to remove the remains of a child if the child did not survive the pregnancy because those are not considered abortions. It's interesting. Um, Anthony Schultz is a law professor at the University of Nebraska College of Law, says that there could be a conflict with the state's abortion law, even if local governments have some authority with their own ordinances. Uh, According to the Guttmacher Institute, Nebraska allows for abortions up to 20 weeks of gestation. And who knows, this might become one of those areas where a city law or a city ordinance or two or three, or in this case, six, could wind up changing state law. By the way, in case you were wondering, the largest city in America right now uh, to basically uh, create a sanctuary city for the unborn status is Lubbock, Texas. Uh, They voted last year, the residents of Lubbock did, to make Lubbock a sanctuary city for the unborn. Abortion has now been outlawed in Lubbock outside or within city limits. So Planned Parenthood filed a lawsuit back in May of 2021. Uh, Earlier this year, they filed a motion to dismiss, uh, but then the U.S. District Court of the North District of Texas, Lubbock, uh, upheld the ban. By the way, Lubbock, Texas has a population of 250,000 residents And in the referendum, 62.5% of the residents of Lubbock, Texas said, We support this. So I commend to you yet another culture warrior who's standing up. Basically, she's living out what Erwin Lutzer's book talks about. Melanie Standiford. We'll put an article up here at thebottomlineshow.com where you can read about her story. This is a woman who circulated a petition at her church and at another church in her small hometown of Curtis, Nebraska, and got 47 whole signatures to get a referendum on the ballot so the citizens of Curtis could vote as to whether or not to outlaw abortion in their town and it wound up costing her her job. Something tells me that she's going to wind up with more working opportunities very, very soon. And speaking of which, if you're looking for a way to help in the sanctity of life cause, uh, there's no better time than now. And there's no better place than pre-born uh, 833-850-BABY is the number to call ultrasound machines donations are coming in right now. We're trying to save as many kids as we possibly can. We've saved 11 children so far by guaranteeing that their moms can go to a a pre-born clinic and have a free ultrasound. And once they see that child, 83% of the time, mom says, I'm either going to become a mom and raise the child myself, or I'm going to release that child for adoption. So another family who hasn't been able to have kids, or maybe is done having kids and wants a couple more can be blessed with that child. 833-850-BABY is the number to call. $28 is the amount to give in support of your uh, local preborn affiliate. 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or make that $28 donation to save one child or that $140 donation to save five children or that $280 donation to save 10 when you go to kbrightradio.com and click the banner that says preborn. Take you 28 seconds to make that tax deductible donation at KBrightRadio.com. Uh, we'll have more on this topic in just a moment as the bottom line continues.
4: Newport Bay Mortgage will steer you in the right direction toward the truth about reverse mortgages. Owner Cliff enjoys educating every client and wants to debunk the misconceptions you may have heard. You'll see that an FHA approved reverse mortgage gives you financial freedom. You can use it to pay bills, cover unexpected expenses, or watch your children and grandchildren enjoy themselves while you're still alive. Cliff informs you of the facts. Drawing from his 40 years of reverse mortgage experience, you must be 62 years or older for the FHA program and at least 55 for a conventional high-volume program. It doesn't affect any credit score points and can even be refinanced after one year. When considering ways to enjoy your liquidity in, before, or for retirement, you need Newport Bay Mortgage. Contact Cliff today. Visit kbrightradio.com reverse. That's kbrightradio.com reverse or 714-741-8080. NMLS 332959. Newport Bay Mortgage, an equal opportunity housing lender.
0: Don't just leave a legacy for your kids and grandkids. Live a legacy. You can live that right now by taking out a reverse mortgage on your home. Let Cliff at Newport Bay Mortgage show you how. or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash reverse do it today welcome back to the bottom line show i'm roger marsh it's good to have you along for the ride today um speaking of along for the ride i know that mike stand who's the head of the uh, altar billies and was part of the christian group the altar boys that's their music in the background that's mike singing right now i mean i love the fact that he was kind of a crazy punk rebel for Jesus back in the 80s and and then he grew up and got a real job's <laughs> been a music educator for many years but uh, they they started doing uh, kind of rockabilly version of alter boys songs and hence the name alter Billys but uh, Mike's a big train nut and I love watching his stuff on social media he's been on the program a couple times and uh, he loves those big old locomotives and trains and I was thinking of Mike as I came across this uh, this this Interesting decision. Perhaps you've heard about this. It's kind of a Southern California vibe, but I think it, uh, it, it speaks to the world that we're in and the things that happen and then the explanations we give. This is kind of on that First Peter 3, uh, 15 thing. Always be prepared to give an answer. When we are asked to give an explanation for our faith, the hope that lies within us, oftentimes the hope that lies within us is inexplicable or indescribable to people who don't understand our faith. And so we have to speak in a language that everyone could understand. I sound like Corey uh, Fluff or whatever from uh, <laughs> uh, uh, called a cult of personality with a living color. name that band. Uh, We're going to speak to everyone in a language everyone understands that. I mean, let's face it. God so loved the world. He spoke to us in a language we understood. Jesus came in human form because we are created in the image of God. So of course he's going to look like us because we look like him. And then spoke in the language of the day and he walked among the people and he was the same height the same everything you know you watch the chosen and see jesus kind of looking like everybody else that makes sense by the way had a chance to visit the chosen set a couple months ago starting next week you're going to see some video of preview teases for season three got a lot of great chosen stuff coming your way in the coming weeks so just a little tease as they say but back to trains and explanations and what's going on maybe you heard this metrolink in Orange County and Amtrak, you know, the nationwide railway suspension, uh, announced they were suspending train services that linked LA County and San Diego County over some safety concerns. Uh, San Clemente, which is right on the border of Orange County and San Diego, they had the concerns. And what we were told was last Friday, the service was suspended indefinitely because literally the ground underneath the stretch of seaside track was shifting. Now, of course, at the time they made the announcement, this was also, you know, a Hurricane Isaac or Ian, whatever, excuse me, Tropical Storm K this time. I mean, we're already up to something starting with an O or, I mean, we've had so many storms. But the uh, the Orange County Transportation Authority is the owner of the track, and they said uh, they were going to have a meeting earlier this week to discuss the different outcomes. But the tropical storm was going to cause this shift to make it even worse than it actually did so here are some of the reasons why they said they closed octa spokesperson eric carpenter told the san diego union-, union tribune quote the emergency plan will likely involve driving large ground anchors into the bottom of the slope next to the track to prevent movement metrolink said services would continue to be suspended and, quote until they receive confirmation from the experts that the slope movement has stopped the said uh, company's statement continued Working with geologists, geotechnical engineers, and surveyors, we have determined to ensure passenger safety service suspension is necessary. Until we have confirmation from the experts that the slope movement has stopped, we will not resume MetroLink service. So very interestingly enough, I thought it was somewhat peculiar. I mean, everybody understands shifting sand. You're by the beach, you're, you know, all those different landslide things. I thought it was somewhat unusual that one of the officials for, it's either Metrolink or the OCTA, said that the reason why all this is happening is climate change. And that the shifting ground was being altered by the tropical storms and the increase in tropical storm activity, and it's all climate change. And that's why the trains can't run on the track right there. And I thought to myself, well, self, I'm not a geologist. I'm not a meteorologist. I don't really fully understand how they figure out what pressure you can use on the track and how much train can actually go in a certain area. But I have to wonder if it was, in fact, climate change or something else. May I submit to you what I think (laughs) happened? Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to take a look at God's word to see what maybe just maybe happened. And for those who would say the Bible is not relevant today or not applicable to today, something tells me that we may have the words of Jesus himself saying, eh, not so fast with that one. That's coming up next as the bottom line continues. You know, I, I think how often I just I shake my head when people say, oh, you know, it's a woman's body, a woman's choice, and, and the science isn't settled on that. We can't tell if the baby in the womb or the tissue in there is actually a baby good news is all you have to do is put an ultrasound machine, get that up and running, you can hear the heartbeat, you can see the baby, and ultrasounds save lives. As a matter of fact, when you give an ultrasound through preborn, you're introducing a mother to her baby for the very first time. And when you think about this, when girls and women have a chance to see their baby on the ultrasound screen and they hear the baby's heartbeat, they are overwhelmingly more likely to choose life. I mean, 83% of the time. Now, 100% of what you donate to Preborn today goes directly to providing ultrasounds. So give your best gift when you call 833-850-BABY. It costs $28 to save one baby. $280 saves 10 babies. $560 saves 20. Or you can give $28 a month and save a baby for less than a dollar a day. Know that your gift is completely tax deductible. And through the first six months of this year, they're saving at least 1,000 babies a week. Call Preborn right now, 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or click the Preborn banner when you go to kbrightradio.com. <laughs> oh, Todd, you got to love Wednesdays. Here we are talking about Metrolink and Amtrak and the train tracks being shut down right in San Clemente between the Orange County-San Diego Connector and, yeah, we're talking about hurricanes and tidal waves. Um, welcome back to the program with the uh, uh, folks at Metrolink and uh, uh Amtrak and the Orange County Transit Authority that, that ha- handle this track area are saying, "Well, we've got the hurricanes coming up, and we've got the storms, and that's been cracking away at the at the land underneath, and we'll have to do all sorts of uh, you know gymnastics to make it possible to actually you know uh, reinforce the tracks here." And this is the only rail passage through San Diego and Orange County and L.A., so uh, they're going to have to make some maneuvers here. But to the official at MetroLink who said. Yeah, you know what it is. This is climate change. I mean, you know, climate change causing the storm and the storm's moving the sand away and this, that, and the other thing. Um, my response, and I mean this with all love and respect, is found in the Gospel of Matthew chapter seven, starting with verse 24. This is the New International Version where Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, streams rose and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. Now that's basic science when you think about it. Build your house on a firm foundation, or at least be able to pour the pad on a firm foundation. Make sure that if you watch any of the home remodeling shows, you've learned all about load-bearing walls and things like that that hold things up. But, you know, this is the thing. Anyone can build a house using these principles, and that house will stand. Anyone can build a house using the second set of principles on the sand and that house will get washed away. And notice the excuse, well, we're having more climate, you know, climate change led to more storms. It's eroding the sand and this, that and the other thing. I, I'm not buying it at all. And I don't think we should either. When you watch those newscasts, when the rain season happens and they always send the reporter out there in the parka, uh, you know, the, the rain, rain jacket or whatever and how concerned they are. You know, these homes are going to fall into the ocean. Where are they? They're in Malibu. They're in some place where, quite frankly, I don't care how much money they spent, the home's foundation was foolishly built. Now take that as a metaphor for the ways of the world. Why is it that so many people who will build their home, their life, their livelihood, on an uncertain foundation, like the whims of today, the trends of tomorrow, uh, what's popular, what's what's a fad. I can remember working with an organization years ago that was making a ton of money in social media. As a matter of fact, one young man was part of a three-man group that started a uh, social media platform. And within a few years, the company was worth several hundred million dollars. 20th Century Fox swooped in and bought them out just for the news service that they used to provide on their social media page. This young man, all of a sudden, now was a multimillionaire, and it seemed like his life was going great guns. But that's because he was one of the founders of MySpace. Ever MySpace? Yeah, I didn't think so. (laughs) Because Facebook and Instagram and Getter and all these other social media platforms popped up. Building on the uncertain foundation of the whims of today and the trends of modern culture will ultimately lead your home your faith, your foundation, to collapse and ultimately, subsequently crash. But when we build on the solid rock, a faith in Jesus Christ, on the testimony of his word, on the morality, on the truth that we find in God's word, that we find, as Dr. Erwin Lutzer shared with us earlier today, there's no reason to hide. There's no reason to run away in the culture that we're in right now. The culture's collapsing, but not your testimony in Christ. The culture is collapsing, but not your faith. The culture is collapsing, but not your values, your morals. You know why? Because the culture is built on man's values. But your testimony is based on the word of God. Your testimony is based on what Jesus Christ did for you and for me on the cross. Your testimony is based on the fact that your sins are forgiven. The accounting is taken care of. The stain has been washed away. And when you share the good news, you're not sharing hateful news. You're basically being light in the darkness. And as John 3, 18 through 21 tells us, the culture right now says, that's the light. Forget it. I'll take the darkness. Keep walking in the light. Keep reflecting the light. Keep sharing the light. Keep living the light of Christ with others. That's the bottom line.